0: Welcome to Life Lean In, a podcast that brings you biblical insight and tested tips on living your life to its fullest potential while leaning into the influence you've been given. And now, your host, Pastor Dan Smith. What's up, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Life Lean In. Man, we're about to enter into this series called Asking for a Friend coming this fall at New Life Church. And so what are we doing? Man, we're asking the big questions, the questions that our friends are asking. And and so we've kind of started to tease this whole series. And when we get there in September, man, we're going to go after some monster questions that people have. Things like, man, what should a Christian do or believe about abortion? What should we do when it comes to weed? Should we smoke it? Should we eat it? Should we not touch it? What's the deal with that? Like everyone wants to know the answer to that question, right? Or how about aliens? Like does aliens, can they exist? And does the Bible allow that? You know, there's all these UFO sightings and whatnot. And so what is, what is all that about? But man, we have questions. And so man, we're, we're teeing it up. We're, we're doing all sorts of these questions through my Instagram, and my Facebook. So if you have questions, please, if your friend has questions, send them our way because we're doing this fun series called Asking for a Friend. We're going to do the big one in September, but right now we're addressing some other questions. And to kick off today's episode, we're going to do a question that came in this week from Brooke H. Brooke H. asked this question. And here's what it was. It was, does the Bible, what does the Bible say about baptizing infants? And so today we're going to talk about baptism. We're going to talk about what does the Bible have to say about baptism. So I'm going to, I'm going to take a little longer to explain what the Bible has to say, but I'm going to first go to Brooke H.'s specific question. What does the Bible say about baptizing infants? And I want to say, but honestly, Brooke, the Bible doesn't record or mention baby baptisms or uh, declare a commandment that babies have to be baptized. It, it, that doesn't exist. Now, some people will argue that in Acts sixteen thirty three, um, the jailer and his entire family were all baptized. They, they think that that's significant. Signifies that an infant could have been baptized. But let's look closer, closer at what that scripture actually says. Acts 16, 30 through 34. It says, Around midnight, Paul and Silas, who were in prison, they were imprisoned for their faith for proclaiming the good news about Jesus. It says around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing songs to God, and the other prisoners were, were listening. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake. And the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoner fell off of them. The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners, the jailer did had escaped. And so he drew his sword to kill himself. He was ashamed. He let his people, he let his job down, man. He, he let the, Prisoners escaped, but Paul shouted to him from the prison cell, stop, don't kill yourself. We're all still here. The jailer called for lights and ran to the dungeon and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked, sirs, what must I do to be saved? Paul and Silas replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved along with everyone in your household. And they shared the word of the Lord, Paul and Silas did. They shared the word of the Lord with him and with all who lived in his household. So Paul and Silas spoke to the jailer and to everyone in the household. Even at that hour of the night, the jailer cared for them and washed their wounds. Then he and everyone in his household were immediately baptized. He brought them into his house and set a meal before them. And he and his entire household rejoiced because all they all believed in God. Now, so if you were to, if you're asking the question, does this passage of scripture point to babies being baptized? I don't think it does, because it says that they all listened to Paul and Silas, explained the word of God, explain salvation. And they all believed like they, they all made a decision to have faith in Christ. They all believed. In God, That was that last, that final phrase. All of them rejoiced because they all believed in God. So the question is, can an infant comprehend their need for a Savior? Because that's the question that the jailer asked. What must I do to be saved? Have faith in Christ is what they told him. Have faith in Jesus Christ is what they told him. Can a baby comprehend that can they can a baby comprehend their need for a savior and be able to express faith in any way? I don't believe they can and I don't believe the Bible says they can. I don't think they're able to do that. so a follow-up question to that might be something along the lines of well does a person have to be baptized then in order to get into heaven? And so that's a great question because if babies aren't baptized, how are they going to get into heaven right? people ask that all the time. Now we also see if you go back to, to, to David and, and studied King David's life, David had an affair with Bathsheba had his, had her husband killed and the baby that they had, God actually took away from them. He, he, he took them out of this life and into the next, that baby went to heaven to be with Jesus. So we know that that baby didn't profess faith. That baby wasn't baptized. That baby ended up in heaven. Okay, go, go research that for yourself. But the follow-up question is, does a person have to be baptized in order to get into heaven? That's a great question. And honestly, some sects of Christianity, we disagree on this. We, 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 we don't agree in this particular way. And and however I'm I'm not sure the Bible supports that being baptized is a requirement to get into heaven. Faith in Christ does. Let me show you. And 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 to give some context and 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 I'm going to use one particular sect of Christianity and I know there's there's others that fall into this vein but I'm not going to I'm not going to say all of them but I I know that the Catholic Church believes that bat, baptism is the first sacrament. And without it, you cannot participate in any other sacraments. They believe that baptism is the act that forgives sins, grants spiritual rebirth, and makes a person a member of the church. Now, honestly, I agree with almost all of that, except for baptism being the act that forgives sins. Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, him taking on sin, defeating it on the cross and rising again to offer you and I a new life. That's what forgives our sins. Our faith in Christ is what forgives our sins, not the act of baptism. Let me show you why I believe that. And, and by the way, I want to stop right here and just say that if, if I'm inaccurate in some of those statements, I, I looked them up. I tried to make sure I was clear on them, but if I'm inaccurate anyway, please don't hesitate to help me learn more. I, I'm on this journey of learning just as much as you are but I'm trying to explain some things that I I do see scripturally. So let's start with the question. Does someone have to be baptized to get into heaven again, which for Catholics means the forgiveness of sins and possibly some other denominations. They believe that that is the case, but when Jesus was crucified, he was hung on a cross between two thieves. One of them hurled insults at Jesus and the other man, they, the other one, they knew that They deserve their punishment. But he said, man, you don't deserve it. You, you did nothing wrong. He he said, man, you're innocent. Jesus, you're undeserving. And, And man, he declared faith in Christ. And he said this to Jesus, the thief on the cross said this to Jesus. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, that's a statement of faith. Jesus replied, truly, I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise today. That moment, the moment you die today, you will be with me in paradise. Now, what you don't see in that story, what you don't see in those scriptures in that description is Jesus coming off of the cross or, or someone else taking the, the, the thief off of the cross to baptize him and then put him back on the cross to die in order for him to get to heaven. You, you don't see that picture. And, and so, does baptism is the act of baptism what gets you saved? No. Faith in Christ alone gets you saved. Now, watch this. Watch this. Ephesians 2 8 and 9. God saved you by his grace when you believed, not when you baptized, were baptized, when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. This is why you can't do anything to earn salvation. You can't take credit for this because it is a gift from God. God, it continues. It says, salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. We can't say, look at me. I've done all these amazing things. I'm so faithful, man. Look at me. I'm, I got it going on. I'm spiritually mature. I'm awesome. I'm going to get to heaven. No, no, no. Salvation comes. Through believing in Christ's birth, perfect life, death, burial, and resurrection, that He is the Savior, that He came to forgive your sins, and He paid for your sins so that you wouldn't have to. He took the payment of sin, which is death, and He died, and He buried sin, and He buried death in the grave, and He overcame it with His resurrection, offering you that same chance. Do you believe this? That's salvation. So, so here's what, what I see in Scripture. Now, now, let me go to the pattern of what I see in Scripture when it comes to faith, belief in Christ, baptism, and, and what comes after that. A pattern that Peter lays out in Acts 2.38, Peter replied, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God. In other words, man, you've got to know your need for salvation. You've got to repent of your sins. You've got to understand that, that you are guilty, like that thief on the cross. Man, he knew he was guilty and he needed a savior. Repentance is knowing that, that you have a sin problem, that you have a bent towards sinning. What is sin? It's missing the mark of God's perfection, that you, you won't ever accomplish being perfect. And so you, you gotta repent. You gotta turn from being a sinner And turn to God and his salvation. So that's what we got to do. We got to repent of our sins. We got to realize that we are sinners. We got to embrace the fact that we do sin. Even if it's a lie, even if it's a white lie, a manipulation, just a small thing, all of it, not just the big ones like murder and genocide and sexual immorality, all those big ones that we talk about It's the littlest thing, man. We need forgiveness of our sins. So we repent of our sins, turn to God. And then it says, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And so repent, turn to God, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now that end right there, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, is a model of the picture of Christ. When he died and rose again, baptism. And I believe in baptism by immersion. Jesus was baptized by immersion. So I figure, man, if if Jesus is going to be immersed, I'm going to be immersed. I'm going to get dunked fully in the water. And honestly, it's a picture of Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. Man, he you you're a sinner saved by grace coming up out of the water, redeemed, new, resurrected, a new life, washed, clean, a new start has been given to you. And then you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so you're water baptized. You're water baptized, baptized into the church. Yes, you're baptized into the family of God. Then you need to be baptized by the Holy Spirit of God. You see, the Holy Spirit of God is what empowers you to be able to live out what God has asked you to do. And so when we see the scriptures, we have the desire, the Holy Spirit living inside of us, gives us the desire to want to be godly, to want to pursue godly things, to want to pursue godly ways. Man, it's it's the Holy Spirit living inside of us. Baptism, man, it helps us to want to be better, more godly versions of ourselves. Man, without the baptism of the Holy Spirit, man, you 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 can't want that. And so Man, we have a lot of people out there that that, that aren't wanting to to live a godly life and to pursue God and to love people and to serve others and man to live the way Jesus showed us to live. They don't do this because they haven't been baptized with the Holy Spirit. So we need to be water baptized. We need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But it flows out of a personal faith confession, a personal faith decision in Christ, followed by water baptism. Followed by Holy spirit baptism. And then this is one that's not talked about often, but the next one is actually baptism by fire. You've probably heard that before. John, the Baptist said that I baptized with water, but one comes after me who is greater than me. Speaking of Jesus, who will baptize by the spirit and by fire. Now, what does that mean? Baptism by fire means that you are going to take up your cross. When Jesus says, take up your cross and follow me daily, it means that we're going to face things that are difficult in life. Giving your life to Christ does not mean that everything is going to be perfect and hunky dory and you're never going to face a trial or a temptation. No, 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 no. You are going to be tested. You are going to be tempted. You're going to go through trials. You're going to be baptized by fire. And God says in his word that he actually uses these things to bring out the insecurities, to bring out the infirmities of sin. And he begins this process of refinement, refining by fire, baptism by fire. So don't waste a trial. Allow God to refine you. Through that baptism of fire process, man, when, when the icky stuff starts to rise up inside of you, when you're facing a trial or a dilemma or a setback, whatever it is, or you're, you're trying to pursue your faith and and people are trying to sway you away from it, man, baptism by fire, you're being refined. What are you going to do? Are you going to be swayed by culture? Are you going to be swayed by sin? Are you going to be swayed by other people? These are all trials to test you and to refine you by fire. That's what coming. It's a refinement process. And honestly, that's why we do this podcast, right? I share this all the time that nobody's perfect. We're all in process, right? And so I always say, keep learning, keep growing, keep leaning in. That's The process of refinement, it's saying, man, I'm going to embrace my questions. I'm going to embrace the trials. I'm going to embrace the struggles. But man, I am going to come out of it a better version of me by allowing the Holy Spirit of God to change who I am. Baptism. Baptism. Put your faith in Christ. Be baptized by water. Do what Jesus did. Be be immersed in it. Man, I I hope this is helpful. I I wanted to go straight to the scriptures. And honestly, there's so much more that I could share with you about this topic. So if you have questions about it or or you want to go further, man, send me a comment. Send me an email. If you have another question that your friend is asking, right, you're asking for a friend, man, shoot me an email, info at newlifekazu.com man, check out our stories every, every Tuesday. I think I'm going to, I'm going to put stories on my Instagram, follow me on Instagram. And I'm going to answer some of those questions. We're going to do some more here on life lean in and don't forget this coming fall, man, we're going to get ready for asking for a friend, the series where we go after the giant questions. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear your feedback, your comments, your questions, man. Again, we're nobody's perfect. We're all in process. So never stop learning, never stop growing and keep leaning in.